The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. There's like a lot of flavorful, wonderful products in our kitchen. And sometimes we try something once and we really like it, but we don't reach for it again. And so this is really a testament to how much we loved certain things that we've actually like emptied them and are prepared to buy them again. Welcome to Didn't I Just Feed You, a podcast about feeding kids. Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Stacy. If you guys would like to support the podcast right now, what about leaving a rating or a review wherever you listen? We love those. You can also share a favorite episode with a friend. That's cool too. Both of these things really help us grow Didn't I Just Feed You. And if you're feeling extra generous, you can subscribe to our bonus episode feed on Apple Podcasts or join as a super fan in our community by visiting didn'tijustfeedyou.com backslash community. And yes, we did say, if you're feeling generous, but to be honest, you get a lot in return for that as well. <laughs> you do. You can also join our free community at didn'tijustfeedyou.com backslash community, where our friend Liz requested that we do another empties episode. Here's what she said. Just a humble request for you to do another empties podcast. I loved the first one, which prompted me to finally make an order from Mama Fuku. Their chili crisp is great, but can we talk about their seasoned rice vinegar? I'm savoring my bottle, but it's almost out and I'm heartbroken. Oh man, I have not tried that rice vinegar. And now I'm like uh, opening the website to put it in my cart. Well, you know, it's <laughs> funny. Spoiler alert. I have a seasoned vinegar on my list from a different brand. So now... Me and Liz have to do a taste test <laughs> together. <laughs> Liz, I'll catch you in the community because we need to talk about this because I'm also obsessed with my seasoned rice vinegar. Okay, so should we just jump right in? It's like an empty yeah. episode. It's like quick, fast, dirty. Let's do this. Like, what are you using up? What did you try? New products in your pantry, in your fridge that you've been using up? And tell us if these are new products products that you've returned to, or if these are like regularly on your empties list? Um, okay. I think we do have to do like a, take a step back and say, if you haven't listened to the first empties episode, which I think is called like all the pantry products we use up and some we don't, we took a cue from beauty bloggers who share what products they actually go through because, you know, Stacey and I, we are compulsive shoppers maybe. <laughs> of products. I mean, I'm saying that of myself. I shouldn't drag Stacey down with me. But also we get new products sent to us to try out. So there's like a lot of flavorful, wonderful products in our kitchen. And sometimes we try something once and we really like it, but we don't reach for it again. And so this is really a testament to like how much we loved certain things that we've actually like emptied them and are prepared to buy them again. And personally, I don't think I have any repeats from last year's empty oh. on this list. I guess I try not to repeat. So that episode, I'm glad you took a step back. That episode is still a really useful listen because there are some things on that list that I continue to purchase and continue to be empties. But I have a new list. And some of the things on this list are also things that I tend to buy pretty frequently and use up that just didn't, somehow didn't get mentioned last time. Okay. I, this is this. Oh, good. This is so good. I'm so excited for this episode because <laughs> I feel like we had slightly different approaches to it, but also like same. There are some products I just didn't mention last time that now I'm I like maybe previously purchased and then now and buying again. So do you want to kick us off with a couple no, of products? No, I want you, want you to kick us off. I okay. already asked. You had to like slow me down. Sorry. I want to hear okay. about yours. Sorry, sorry. sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, okay. Beautiful Briny C. I've definitely talked about their products before. I think last time I mentioned their vanilla sugar and how I was using that a lot. But they have one of their like primary products is called 
magic unicorn seasoned salt. And I think it's like smoke, smoke salt and smoked paprika, some cumin. I just like use it on everything, specifically breakfast potatoes. I love it on. I did it on air fried sweet potatoes last night. It's good on eggs. It's good for doing avocado toast. And I just like love this company so much and love their seasoned salt. Another seasoning that I have been going through is the Trader Joe's cheesy seasoning. Okay, I saw this the other day. Thought of you, wanted to text you, was in a rush, completely forgot. It's perfect that you're bringing it up. I want to know more. I think we talked about this in like a what we're cooking and eating now episode or something else recently. It'll bubble up as as we're talking about it. I did a Trader Joe's run and I bought because our friends at the OKS Mom were talking about the ketchup seasoning yeah, or totally. the pizza seasoning. One of them, I bought like a handful of their dried seasonings. Obviously, I bought the ranch seasoning, which I don't love as much as another this other brand. I mean, it's like too dill forward for me. I think it just doesn't have a strong ranch flavor. Yeah. I like it just I, doesn't yeah, come through like f- as fully and completely as I want it to. Yes. And there is a company here in Chattanooga called It's Flavorful and they make salt-free seasonings and they make a rat, a ranch seasoning that I absolutely adore. So the Trader Joe's Ranch did not do it for me. I haven't really used the pizza seasoning, although I have aspirations to use it, but I also bought that. But the cheesy one, I've actually been using most often like to supplement cheese sauces to give them like a little more cheese flavor because it's like not only dehydrated cheese powder, but also buttermilk powder. There's garlic, onion, rosemary, and one other herb in it. And so it just like adds a ton of flavor. It's great on popcorn. Again, on like toast, toasty things. Toast is going to be a whole theme, I feel like, in this episode. But it's a really good and fun seasoning to have on hand. I think it would also be good on potatoes, but I I have pretty much used it up before I got to try that out. So it's funny. The day that I saw it in the at Trader Joe's, in my local Trader Joe's, I saw the ketchup seasoning. I saw the pizza seasoning. And I didn't buy any of them. Because <laughs> I don't know. I don't really know how I use that stuff. I got to be honest. I'm glad you talked us through how you're using the cheesy seasoning. I don't make a lot of cheese sauces. Yeah. And right now I'm not eating very much dairy. I don't know how I would use it. How are you planning on using the pizza seasoning? Well, I was primarily thinking of popcorn, honestly, when I bought all three of them, because we have popcorn as a snack, like after school snack, probably three or four days a week, like stove pop popcorn. That makes a big difference. We never eat popcorn because popcorn was the obvious answer for me, too. But We never eat it. That makes sense, right? Everybody's been in braces for so long or some kind of like that's mouth gear for a while. So you probably can't. And we're we will be entering that season in the fall. So also popcorn does not satisfy them. Oh, I love popcorn. My kids love popcorn. Yeah, we're not big yeah. popcorn. I mean, at the movie theaters, but like that's the only kind of popcorn they really like. We had loved for a long time. Um, Jacobson Sea Salt and Diaspora did a collab and they made a popcorn seasoning that was like turmeric and more like seasoned salt. There was something else. Oh, something cheesy in it. And like it was a little bit spicy. And we ran out of that. And because I wasn't doing like another Jacobson Sea Salt order, when I went to Trader Joe's, I was like, oh, yes. Give me all of their seasonings to try out. I also thought, like, is there a sauce of some kind or like a dip of some kind to be made with any of those three? Like, could you make a ranch dip or like flavor hummus with the pizza seasoning for snack time? I just haven't gotten there. The cheesy one is the one that I've used the most of the three. Yeah, that's so interesting. I can't wait to hear if you use that up. I just feel like it's a lot of spice. For something that for in my house would be like gimmicky or a one-off because we're not eating popcorn regularly, I'm not making cheese sauces. I can't imagine adding it to hummus. I don't know. It just like doesn't fit the way I cook and the way we eat. But it had such appeal. I wanted to buy all of it. And even the ranch seasoning, I was like, oh, I'll put it on chicken. I'll put it on potatoes. Maybe if it had like knocked me 
like knocked my socks off, I would be doing that. But it just didn't give that much flavor. And I'm like, I can make my own spice blend and make chicken way more delicious than using this ranch seasoning. So it just has really like gone to waste, to be honest, in my house. So I think it's probably the way you cook, too. Yes, yes. I think that's like what comes out of all of these. And maybe you just need to gift it to someone who has littler kids or like who's away into yeah. popcorn so they can like use it up. Because it would be a shame for it to go to waste. And I also just need you to know, sorry, Brittany and Heather, I did not buy the ketchup seasoning. I have zero, absolutely zero interest in trying that. Like does not appeal to me whatsoever. Will not be wasting my money there. But those are seasonings I bought like with the kids in mind. And then my next empty is something that I have not served to my kids at all. And I'm literally like scraping the bottom of the jar. (laughs) So I think it's fun to talk about like the things we use to feed our family and then the things we use to feed ourselves. This brand. That's so interesting because that's like there isn't as much of a distinction in my house anymore. Yes. You know, so, okay, what's next? Okay. Okay, that's so for you. this is the one that's for you, right? This is for me. I'm well, like, I haven't even really shared with Brian because he's not as into these flavors as I am. I'm so excited. I don't know where to start. This brand from Paro, which is a Pakistani-owned, women-founded packaged goods company, sent me some of their products to try. They have like doll-type products where you like cook, a, cook you know, cook some dry ingredients in some water and then it makes this like savory lunch or soup and they're they're really wonderful too but the thing that I've eaten through is this what they call tarka I hope I'm saying that correctly it reminds me of like Indian tadaka yeah. where you this is like used as like essentially a flavorful topping for things like dolls and soups and curries where you take ghee or olive oil and you bloom a bunch of spices in it. And then you pour it even like with the whole crispy, crunchy spices on top of the soup or the dish. And so this is very similar to that. It is ghee and it has like turmeric, cumin seed, chili flake, curry leaf, curry leaf. Yes, it is so good. Like, again, drizzling it on top of like a fried egg on toast or like avocado toast. But I've also used it the way people use chili crisp to like actually fry a whole egg in it. Um, I've used it on top of grilled meats. It is the one thing that I'm most looking forward to ordering again. Oh, my family is going to love this. It's like chili crisp. Is it spicy? It is spicy, but not like not as spicy as chili crisp, so I feel like I can use more of it and get that like super concentrated. I love the flavor of ghee because it feels like this like super concentrated butter flavor and you get a lot of that too. Interesting. Okay. So I feel like my family will love this. Although Oliver sometimes has a weird reaction to ghee because that super concentrated butter flavor can also be like move into gamey mm-hmm. and like that's too much for him sometimes. But this sounds delicious. Yes. We, I should just wait. Let me do the thing I did in the air prior episode. I'll be and like, you're going to promise to some. buy it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'll buy okay. I wanna, I'm on it. I wanna I'm mention, on it, Swan. <laughs> oh, I'm going to mention one more like savory, non-baking related thing. And then I want you to do all of your like savories too. And then I'll share some more like baking things that I've been working through. Last thing I want to mention is Acid League's Sushi Shop Salad Dressing. Now, listen, I've talked about Acid League before. They make a bunch of vinegars. They also make like non-alcoholic wines. And they make um, one of my favorite salad dressings of all times, which is like their pink peppercorn and yuzu vinaigrette. I love to buy. I primarily get it at Whole Foods, but you can order directly from them. But We went out to sushi, like I swear it was last fall. It must have been because I think it was for Emmett's birthday in November. We went out to sushi and everyone at my, like everyone in my family gobbled up that very basic like iceberg lettuce, shredded carrots salad that you, that you sometimes get. And so the best. It's so good. And I like you can totally make a version of this air quotes sushi shop dressing. It's like a carrot ginger dressing. I think I might even honestly have a recipe for it on the kitchen. (laughs) 
But remember when we were like, what's in, what's out for 2023? And we were like, simple salads are in. So like just having this um, salad dressing on hand and offering it to my kids as a side with like really basic little gems, lettuce or iceberg or even like chopped romaine. And like, seriously, the already shredded carrots from the grocery store has been such a win for my whole family. Like everyone is eating more salad and being exposed to salads and actually enjoying it. I also think it would make a really good um, like marinade for grilled fish or grilled chicken going into the summer because it's really just like the sweetness of carrots and there's lots of ginger. There's some acidity. So 1010, I need to go and pick up more because this bottle is empty. Okay, so this I do want you to send to me because I just clicked the link. And it says, find in store. You can't order it online. Oh, no. So I have been looking for the right version of that sushi joint dressing for years. I've also made them in the past. They're good. I don't know. There's just like, I just want one in a bottle. And if you go to H Mart, if you go to, you know, your favorite Japanese grocery store, if you have one in your area, there are lots of bottled versions. And I've tried a bunch of them and they're all good in different ways, but one hasn't gotten it exactly right. And a lot of times the thing that is missing is that tiny hint of orange. Mm-hmm. And this one references that. And I need to try it to see if this is the one I've been looking for my whole life. And what do okay. I do? I can't find it near me. I know. I think I found mine at Whole Foods. I'm, I'll am i go look. I'll go on a quest. When I buy myself a new bottle, I'll get you a bottle. And I will, I will put it in the mail. That I is so promise. annoying to have to put a bottle of dressing in the mail for me. <laughs> No, it's not. It's not at all. It is. Let me check my Whole Foods. And if I can't find it, I might have you do it. Like, I okay, might cool, need to cool, try cool. this. I might need to try this. Okay. So tell us what Wait you a minute. have been. Wait a minute. Yes. You're cheating. There was something Why else not? on the list that you didn't mention that I wanted you to mention because I didn't put it on my list because it was on your list. Oh, my God. What is it going to be? Bomba sauce. Oh, I can't believe I did not talk about this. Oh, my God. I moved right past the Trader Joe's on my list. Okay. The Bomba Sauce. My friend Bailey, who's been a guest on the show before, who, like, her family, she's gluten-free. So a lot of nights when she does pasta night, she cooks, like, bonza pasta or something else for herself and then pasta for the rest of her family. But she was like, this is, like, I couldn't do pasta night if I did not have Trader Joe's Italian Bomba. It's hot pepper sauce fermented with crushed Calabrian chilies. Y'all, this is spicy for me. Maybe I have a low tolerance, (laughs) but it is so good. I love it. Not just pasta nights, which we have done it. Like I did like a creamy cauliflower pasta recently and served that straight up to my kids. And then we all had that and um, some pickled gardenera. I always feel like I'm saying that wrong on top of our pasta, which was like just the loveliest, crunchy, spicy contrast to the warm, creamy pasta. I've eaten it on eggs. Bailey really loves to do it on her coveted gluten-free sourdough avocado toast, like as a topping for it. But how do you use it? Because you also love it. I love it. So we love Calabrian chili in my house, too. Mike and I both really like it. The boys will try a little bit too, but this is already crushed. It's a really nice consistency for spreading on toast or just dolloping. Sometimes I'll get whole Calabrian chilies and then you have to chop them up. So you get rid of all that extra effort and it's fermented. So there's like a little extra something, something in the sauce and the flavor. I really, really like it on cottage cheese spread Mm. on toast and then like a hard boiled egg on top. Or spread on toast and some like whatever, like leftover grilled chicken. And then you can melt a little cheese on top, a little mozzarella. It's just so good, like on anything. Oh my gosh. I can't believe I haven't put it in like basic pizza sauce for pizza night yet. Yeah. What is it wrong is with me? spicy though. So like a yes, little bit like goes a really far. A teaspoon in a whole batch of like pizza sauce, I feel like would just be money. It'd be so good. Love it. Love it. Love it. 
Okay, so you started with salt. I'm going to start with salt too. So this is kind of random, although I have mentioned it before. So if you're a consistent listener, it might sound familiar. There is a jewelry designer named Jennifer Fisher who uh, has a store. I think she's from New York City. She also has a store in L.A. She, I'm obsessed with her hoop earrings. Um, she like celebrities are always wearing her stuff. I remember walking by her store and peeking in. So I've been following her for a while, like her store and also on Instagram. And I'm going to be completely honest here. She has like weird. I had to stop following her personal account (laughs) and her food accounts because she is extremely thin. And like, I think that her diet is the word I'm using to describe it as Stacy. It feels very restrictive. And she seems to love cooking. I haven't followed her in a while, so I really am not an expert. I'm just giving my perception. But my perception is that because her diet is pretty limited, she developed these different salt blends to like boost the flavor of her food. She's eating tons of vegetables, ton of like really simple things. And she made a spicy salt. And I think she used to just make it at home and then on Instagram be like, oh my God, this is so good and tell you how she made it. But then she eventually packaged them. She has a curry salt. She has a universal salt, which has like a little bit of dried lemon peel, dried parsley. And then this spicy salt, which has Korean red pepper flakes, garlic powder, onion powder. I tried all three. They are actually all extremely delicious. The curry salt, I just didn't use tons. Like, I don't know. It just never like made its way into my routine. The universal salt is really good. But at the end of the day, like if I'm just needing salt, I don't know. Like I can add a little bit of whatever. But the spicy salt is so, so good. I can't explain it. I'm obsessed with it. I want to take little packets of it and keep them in my purse so that I have them when I travel. It Wait, is, is that available? Is that something it, you I think can it have? is, actually. I think that okay. she does have smaller packages. But, like, I just want to do that. Like, I just, you know, the little yes. plastic bags that you get, like, when you buy a little pair of earrings or something. <laughs> I want to fill them with okay, the spicy well, that, salt and carry them with me. Very cute of her and very on brand. I was thinking about how, like, Jacobson Sea Salt has those little yes. salt tins, too. Yeah. Like, she needs to package it like that so you can just have one in every bag. Yes. So. It's so good. I can't explain it. So I put it like it makes my cottage cheese taste delicious. It makes my hard boiled eggs taste delicious. My scrambled eggs. I don't know. I just love it. Like I almost use it the way I think she expected people to use the universal salt. I see Mm -hmm. no reason not to use the spicy salt. It doesn't actually have a ton of spice, but that Korean pepper flake gives it a nice little something because you never want to, you know, the amount you'd need to use to get a real kick and heat from that Korean chili flake would make what you're eating way too salty. You'd have to use a lot, yes. you know? So it's just a sprinkle, and I, I'm i obsessed. I'm truly obsessed. I can tell. She has it rimming a margarita glass. I'm Woo! on Jennifer Ki- Jennifer Fisher Kitchens. Kitchen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I travel with it, which is what you're yeah. saying, too. And she's like, eggs, salad, fish. Did you, you bought it in the store or did you buy it? I bought it in the store originally, but I have since totally replenished and I buy it online. The funny thing is I went to the store. I actually went to buy a pair of hoop earrings that I had been eyeing, (laughs) grabbed the salts, (laughs) went into another store down the street while I was like on my way back to the subway. And the salesperson at the other store was like, oh, you were just at Jennifer Fisher. I have to tell you, I'm sure you went in for earrings. Her salts are amazing. Her spicy Stop. salt and cucumbers, like Stop. game changer. Really? I was, yeah, I was like, girl, I'm on that already. I, they've got a ba- got a bag <laughs> in this bag. But she told me that she puts it just on cucumbers. And she was like, I don't just snack on veggies like that. But like, so good. It's so good. I went home. I sprinkled it on cucumbers. And I was like, I could eat this forever. I can't explain it. It's so okay, good. Now I need okay. some. And she does have travel. Like you can buy a she cute salt stick packs is what they're calling them. And they come <laughs> yes. in like a clear zip top bag, zippy bag, like almost like what you would put makeup into travel. And yeah. then it's like in these sleek black little 
uh, like sugar packet envelope almost. <laughs> it's actually weird how much I like it. Okay. Also, you can buy a big bag of it, which I think I you have might need a big to bag. Do. No, oh, okay. I have good, a big good, bag. Good. I was looking at the original like small <laughs> containers. So I was like, this is not enough for me. The most recent purchase was a big bag. <laughs> okay, let's do some Trader Joe's stuff. Trader Joe's eggplant garlic spread. Um, if you follow me on my personal Instagram, which I'm very sporadic about updating, you will notice that like the last however many reels and probably all future reels are about toast. Um, <laughs> so Stacy is toasted. I Stacy is toasted. That's the hashtag uh, copied from Megan is baked. I've been looking for things to put on toast till yeah. I mean, mostly, like I have mentioned this before, I'm trying to really increase my protein as I go through perimenopause. I'm trying to get like 25 to 30 grams of protein per meal. And if I can't do that, because it's really freaking hard, I'll like, you know, I'll put like collagen in one of my waters or whatever. I'm trying to figure it out. But like mostly my toasts are being topped with like mashed chickpeas and or like leftover meat grilled chicken, like something like eggs, (laughs) trying to get in the protein. So the spreads, like I'll do anything from like spreading cottage cheese or ricotta cheese to this Trader Joe's eggplant garlic spread, you know, just something to give like a nice base of flavor. I'll even spread, they have um, everything bagel yogurt spread is something I was using on my toast for a long time. I haven't purchase that again because I'm trying to eat less dairy. So this eggplant garlic spread is my latest favorite and it's just really delicious. I think you could put it on eggs. I think you can spread it onto sandwiches. I don't know. I think it's just great. Like you can even spoon some into like some cooked quinoa or couscous just to give it a nice like boost of flavor. It's just delicious to me. Is it like baba ganoush consistency or is it more like yeah. No, I think no. More like baba ganoush. Okay. It, it's like eggplant. So it's it's thin. It's not chunks of eggplant. But you know that eggplant is a little bit viscous compared to tomb is creamy. You know what I mean? Yes. And it comes in a jar. So it's shelf stable until you open it. Yum. Yeah. I want that with like some mushrooms on top. Ooh, on, t- I on love it. That'd be so yeah. good. So good. Okay. Second Trader Joe's thing. I don't know. I'm back on it. Yellow cling peach halves. What do you mean you're back on it? You've been holding on to this secret for so long. (laughs) A few years ago, remember there was something trending about spiced peach halves? Yes, I do. What was that? Because I remember getting in on that and being like, this is my jam. I love this so much. I don't like, know. What was, was that the like? Brand was it Trader 2019 Joe's? 2019 or yes, something? Yeah, right. I have a I don't big know. Let's recollection. Google. Yes. While you're googling, I got really into that, and then I forgot about it. And then the other day at Trader Joe's, I saw these peach halves, and they're just peach halves jarred in white grape juice, and they are okay. so good. I just love it. Like I can put it again. I'm eating kind of. It's a little bit boring the way I'm eating these days. Cottage cheese, another toast. Toast, I'll do, uh, I'll put a little olive oil in a pan, a piece of sourdough. I'll sprinkle a little sugar on the sourdough, just a little, and then toast it in the olive oil in like a nonstick pan, and then spread a little bit of coconut yogurt and put the peach halves on top. And it's so delicious. It's great. So I'm really into these peach halves. Many years ago, like when we first lived in, we're living in Atlanta, I would buy peaches every season and can them sort of like this. Mm-hmm. And it's one of my favorite things to just like have them like cut up slightly warmed over vanilla ice cream. You can do like a sprinkle of chopped nuts or granola too. But this is like, is there something specific about the Trader Joe's that makes it better than others or is like more readily available to you? Like I think. Of- yeah, I think it just. Sometimes canned tastes tinny to me. Okay. So I prefer jarred in general. Gotcha. But there's nothing special about these jarred ones. They're not spiced. I think spiced is where you're going to find more variability because different brands are going to use different levels of like nutmeg or clove or cinnamon or whatever combination of spices they use to spice the canning jarring liquid. 
These are just straightforward peach halves. So they're just good. If you, if there are other peaches you like, if you like canned or there's another brand of jarred, this is just very readily available and in a jar, which I prefer. And are we using the juice for mocktails or cocktails also? Like whatever is left no, in the jar. No, but is oh my enough? God, where have I been? Wake up, Phyllis. I, I guess I have to do that now. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Please report back the next time we do empties. Okay. I mentioned yogurt, yes. Coco June. Coconut yogurt specifically, you mentioned. Yep. Coco June, pure coconut yogurt. So I've mentioned a couple of times trying to eat a little less dairy, not going dairy free. And when I eat dairy or anything dairy like, I'd rather, like, it needs to taste good to me. <laughs> I think I'm not going for dairy free cheese. Yeah, uh, it just doesn't work for my palate, especially since I'm not giving up dairy. So I'd rather just like not put dairy in a dish than use some sort of substitute, like a vegan substitute. The one exception is that I did, I wanted to like increase my healthy fats. And I felt like by not eating Greek yogurt, because I was eating whole fat Greek yogurt, I was losing some healthy fats. So I was like, oh, let me retry coconut yogurt. Because I remember there being a couple of brands that I liked. One was Anita's. I really, really loved Anita's. And it was a really small indie brand. It was crazy expensive and I can't seem to find it anymore. So I don't know if it survived. So someone told me to try Coco June and it's delicious. Love it. Also kind of Any particular flavor? And like, do you buy, is it like an individual cup or do you, are you able to buy like a quart size container of it? They sell both. Okay. The individual ones, I think, are flavored. I don't know if they serve if they sell plain in the smaller individual cups. I prefer just to get a bigger, and I like plain. They have chamomile lemon, mm. I think, is a flavor that I tried and was delicious. But I just like for it to be very flexible because I'm putting peach halves or because I'm, you know, putting something savory on top. I can go sweet or savory. Yeah. So I just like plain. It does have a coconut flavor, guys. It's not like neutral, but I love the texture. It's thick. It's creamy. It doesn't feel like viscous the way some dairy-free yogurts do or like gloopy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Gloopy is a technical term. Yeah. It's not. It's not that. And it just has a really nice coconut flavor, in my opinion. Well, I don't know why I feel like really happy for you that as our Greek, our resident Greek woman, our Greek yogurt girly, you found... <laughs> Uh, dairy-free yogurt that you like. That's exciting. I know. It is exciting. I still have a lot of Greek yogurt in my fridge (laughs) for either when I crave it because I'm trying to just like, if I'm craving something, I'm just going to go for it. Uh, And also the kids do prefer regular Greek yogurt over the coconut yogurt. I'm going to lead you into something else that's on your list because we need to know for a long time, Greek yogurt and Greek sour cherries was one of your like either afternoon snacks or breakfast snacks. Are you still on it? Oh, yeah. (laughs) And actually, I fell off for a little while. Just finished a jar. Just ordered two new jars. Amazon, I don't know. Is it the evil empire? But they got me my Greek sour cherries within 24 hours. Thank you. You are not mad about that. (laughs) I'm not mad about that. So same (laughs) brand that you were eating like a couple years ago when you were talking about it a lot. Yeah, I do have to say that there are two different Greek brands and they're just like the label is completely in Greek. So I'm not going to even bother explaining it to you, but I'm going to put the link to the brand that I get when I get it from Amazon because sometimes I get it from the Greek store and then I choose between the two. Okay, I've got two other things, then three things from one brand. And then when we come back from break, I want to hear all about your baking stuff too. Stacy, it's getting warmer and the weather has me so ready for a wardrobe update, but I want it to be for the long haul without spending a fortune. Quince is your place. It's not easy to get quality pieces that you can count on to last without investing a ton of money. But at Quince, I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. I love the pieces I bought from Quince last year, too. I wear my linen pants nonstop. I'm so impressed with what I get for the price, which is 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, 
Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Which means it's time to snag their 100% washable silk skirts and camis that I've been eyeing. And don't forget, Quince has the chicest accessories for great prices. Get warm weather ready with us and Quince. Go to quince.com slash D-I-J-F-Y for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash D-I-J-F-Y short for didn't I just feed you. This episode of Didn't I Just Feed You is sponsored by By Heart. Longtime listeners know that Stacy and I both struggled with infant feeding stages with all our kids. Breastfeeding was hard, and choosing a formula was, well, also hard. We're thrilled to be working with By Heart, an infant nutrition company on a mission to make the best formula in the world. Not only is By Heart an easy-to-digest formula, their formula is also clinically proven for easier digestion, less spit-up, and softer poops versus leading infant formula. By Heart has their own patented protein blend that includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio, just like in early breast milk, which is tailor-made for a newborn's digestive system. Curious about By Heart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com slash podcast with code D-I-J-F-Y for a limited time. That's byheart.com slash podcast and code D-I-J-F-Y, short for didn't I just feed you. Additional terms and conditions apply. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. All right, Megan, let's power through these last things. Jalapa jar, fresh green salsa. Okay. I don't like, I do not like jarred salsa. I do not like jarred salsa. I'll sometimes buy like the supermarket fresh pico de gallo. Sometimes I'm annoyed at myself when I do it because sometimes it's good and sometimes it feels like it's been sitting there a mm-hmm. long time. You know what I mean? Yes. Like the, the tomatoes feel soggy. I hate that. And I'm just like, oh, why didn't I just do this myself? It's really easy, even with bad out-of-season tomatoes. But this jalapa jar fresh green salsa, it's jarred. It's, you know, shelf-stable until you open it. It is delicious. We're all obsessed. Okay. It's gotten my kids back into chips and salsa just for an afternoon snack or as part of a afternoon snack. Uh, chips and salsa is Brian's like go-to die-hard snack. So tell us, a, Mike, too. Tell us about it. Is it? It's a green salsa. So is it tomatillos instead of tomatoes? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think it might have poblanos in there. It has a really beautiful texture that feels like it came out of my like blender or molcajete if I was really mm-hmm. doing it. You know what I mean? It has a nice, it has some body to it. It has some chunks, but not like pico because it's like poblanos. So it's like they're kind of pulled apart, but it's bright. It's tangy. It has a nice depth of flavor. It's pretty mild, so you can share it with the kids. It's just really good, and it doesn't have that jarred flavor, that cooked flavor Mm -hmm. that you get from a lot of jarred salsas. Yes. Okay, we love it. And it's perfect, like, pre-salsa season. I don't know. Is there salsa season? I think of sitting outside with with margaritas and a big bowl of salsa and chips is, like, it's on the horizon, you guys. Yeah, and if you want something creamy, I love mixing it just with, like, sour cream plain sour cream and the green salsa and mix it up. And then it just feels a little bit like if you're feeding a crowd, it kind of stretches the salsa, makes it creamy, which sometimes makes it a little bit more satisfying and feels a little heftier. Yeah. Okay. What else? Navitas Cocoa and Greens. I've mentioned this before in our smoothie episodes, Mm -hmm. but this is just a cocoa and greens powder. And the boys have been back on there. They want smoothies in the morning. Like that's what they want. And I am not back on my smoothies in the morning <laughs> thing. But again, because of the protein thing, I'm trying like an afternoon, a good way to get extra protein if I haven't had enough and just the regular things that I'm eating during the day is just to make like a little smoothie for the afternoon. 
And the so protein powder, it's just easy to like blend it into something that you can drink. And the cocoa and greens just has like a really nice cocoa flavor. And I'm going to tell you something. For my kids, I do a, two scoops of the cocoa and greens. And then I put a little Hershey syrup in there too to really make it like rich chocolate flavor. And they love it. Okay. I'm obsessed with that because I think sometimes people feel like a smoothie has to just be like health, like muscle through health. And if it doesn't yeah, taste no. good, like that's just smoothie life. Uh- <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. We don't endorse no, that. No, we don't. Like I'm prone to, I'll like use vanilla yogurt in ours. I yeah. have definitely done like a pour of maple syrup to make things taste better. Sometimes strawberry jam, if it's like a strawberry-ish smoothie and we just need a flavor boost. But I almost texted you the other day because I was looking for just like a basic protein powder again. And I feel like you have had a recommendation in the past. Yeah, because we are back on smoothies to mostly as after school snacks because it's kind of getting warm here. So I've been using like I've used IsoPure before because that's just something that they have at the gym because at the I go to a gym that focuses on weightlifting. So it's a lot of like people who lift. Yes. You know? so, but I just ordered a bunch that I'll report back on that are crystalline. So they blend into like oh, water. Yes. Okay. So it's like, because I just, I've been making these smoothies for the kids in the morning. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a good way. But it's just like not the vibe. I'm just not there yet. Like I'm not feeling it. So they have like a berry lemonade one that my trainer said that she really likes that she just mixes into her water. And then it tastes like very lightly flavored water. So that's the new path that I'm going to go on. It's not like a creamy chocolate vanilla vibe. Isopure does come in chocolate and vanilla and plain. And the plain I found did really just like blend in, you know, and it didn't give any kind of other flavoring. The other reason I'm asking is because I don't know if you've seen this. Maybe you have because you're on your protein thing. But this idea of like protein coffee, I think it's been around for a minute. I feel like I want to try it out too, if only because Mike does it. Oh, okay. I don't want to know. I want to experiment on my own without Mike's. But like, Not because I'm necessarily on a goal to get more protein, but because I'm feeling really caffeine sensitive recently. And like even my one cup of coffee, uh, like if I try to drink it on an empty stomach whatsoever, is making my nervous system feel unregulated. So I was like, even if I could just do like one scoop of protein powder and make my coffee like a little more satiating, a little bit easier in my digestion. I would like to do that and not, I just can't give up my one cup. I know I should, but I, I refuse. Yeah, no, I don't. So I refuse, I refuse to make my coffee anything less than like my perfect pleasure coffee. Okay. You know, it's like whole milk, vanilla bean paste, cinnamon, like it depends on the changes with the season, but like coffee, my favorite coffee and whole milk, like that, that cannot change. Like that's my happiness. Mike can change his coffee up. So he's been doing a protein coffee too. And you know, the whole protein thing, it's interesting because I've increased my workouts to like four days a week. So I work out with a trainer two days a week and then I've increased my tennis to two days a week. And I was just feeling sore, like low level sore all the time. (laughs) So I'm just like, my body's like, oh, we're working so hard. (laughs) And increasing my protein helps recovery. Yeah. Like it really makes a total difference. So I know you've been working out yeah, more recently. I'm trying to. It's find really good. It, In- yeah, fi- trying to find a rhythm. Yes, we should mention too that we have a whole episode about protein. So if you're like hearing us talk protein, yeah. protein, protein, we are generally like not worried about it in the way that a lot of like food media is for kids, and like you get a lot of protein. Yeah from other sources here. So like go listen to that episode if you need some reassurance that like we're just doing our own little personal experiments on our body. Well, actually, I feel like I wonder I wonder if we should readdress it at some point. It'd be interesting. You guys tell us if this is what you're interested in because we don't worry about it for our kids. And that episode is about protein and kids. Yes. But I think that when you increase protein, my sense is that doing so is around specific goals. Mm -hmm. And specific needs at different points in your life, either age, perimenopause, working out more like there would be a specific reason why you might consider increasing your protein. 
But I feel like it's and everywhere I again. If there's an episode, we should talk about it in terms of our diet. Forget about the kids. The kids are fine. The kids are like, fine. That that's the, the, that's the, the whole kids episode. Fine. Don't listen. Yeah. Just talk for 45 <laughs> the minutes. The kids are fine. No, it gives a good ballpark of like how much they should be eating. And what that actually looks like is like them just eating normal amounts of regular food. So, yes, let's totally. do another protein episode. Okay. okay. Tell us our your last yes. thing. Three products from one brand. Uh, mail order dumpling brand. I'm going to butcher the pronunciation. It's XCJ is how they go by, but I'm going to try in Chinese. Xiao Chai Jing. Yes. I'm I sure feel I like that, that right. You tried. I tried. It's not Chinese is not. I mean, and I don't even know. Is that Cantonese? Is that Mandarin? I know it's not exactly phonetic when you transliterate yes. the the letters. Anyway. I love their mail order dumplings. Love, love, love. The kids do too. They recently launched a line of noodles. What? I want it. Oh my God. <laughs> I tried a four pack of their Dan Dan noodles. Delicious. They also have Shanghai scallion oil noodles. Have not tried. Beijing Zhajiang noodle. Don't know. And then they have a variety box. I'm going to definitely get the variety box. The packets, it's a little bit like ramen, but you put it all in the freezer. Okay. I made Dan Dan noodles for the kids the other day. I used three packets to serve the two of them because when I first took the noodles out of the envelope from the freezer, it looked like it wasn't going to be enough for them. And actually, even though they did kind of eat into the third packet, I think that for two of them, I could have done two okay. packets and that would have been fine. At least at lunchtime. They were so freaking delicious. They were so good. I'm looking at the site right now. The Dan Dan noodles have almost 7,000 reviews, straight five stars. Yes. Okay. I'm glad you talked about the serving size because when I click on this and I'm like, oh, it's $35 for a four pack. That feels like Kind of a luxury, for lack of a better way to describe it. I was just going to say, yeah. it's definitely a lot. And it, I think a lot of it has to do with shipping frozen foods. I'm so sure of that. Plus, they seem to use like really high quality ingredients. Like Szechuan peppercorns are not cheap if you just buy them on their own. So then to like buy them high quality and put them in packaged foods, that, may, that makes sense And also... The one I got, though, was ground pork, too. Yeah. So, like, it wasn't just, like, a bowl of just noodles. Like, I would serve that to the kids for dinner. Like, it had meat. It had noodles. It had huge flavor. I thought they were absolutely delicious. Steam some bok choy or do, like, roasted frozen broccoli on the side. And here's the thing. I say, like, oh, $35 is a luxury. But, like, if you're feeding your family of four on any kind of takeout, you're going to spend more than $35. So to be able to, like... Have that totally. in your freezer and not spend money on takeout. You're it's not, you're saving money. Let me talk you into spending money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good at that. Talking myself into it. Okay, what else should I look at? While you're at the site, I want you to also get their ginger scallion umami sauce and their classic vinegar sauce. I know Liz was saying Momofuku has a seasoned rice vinegar sauce that she loves. I love this classic vinegar sauce. They also sell their sauces in a package of three, which would also include their chili crisp. But I'm going to tell you that I do like their chili crisp. The Momofuku chili crisp is superior to okay. me. So I just get those two sauces, the ginger scallion and classic vinegar. Woo! There are my empties. How do I make make room in my freezer for these Dan Dan noodles? That's what I'm thinking about. Right? Oh, my God. I'm so into that. OK, I'm literally going to place an order. OK, Remember at the top of the episode when I was like, oh, yeah, I'm buying some things that I used to buy a lot and haven't bought in a while. Yes. One of those things is King Arthur's double zero flour. For all that saltless pizza. <laughs> Sticks. Oh, so bad. It was so bad. Uh, long story short, I'm back on my pizza making at home. Yay. And I have had a couple of successful nights since I once made pizza dough without salt and then we ordered Domino's. So I've been going through the King Arthur double zero flour and double zero flour is like really interesting. I mean, there are Italian brands that are really great. Just King Arthur is like very reliable. I like and know their flour. It is a sort of confusing because it's like 
more finely ground, high protein flour. So as opposed to bread flour, it is not going to be like quite as glutinous and it makes for pizza that is very crispy and a little bit chewy versus just being like very, very chewy bread flour. And you can find it like you can find it at Amazon. You can find it at Whole Foods, some grocery stores carry it. Like I know Albertsons used to when we lived in Idaho. Um, So very easy to find and just great for primarily pizza night. The other thing that I've been buying again is Anthony's. I feel like we've talked about this brand before. They make like really great cheese powder and a handful of like other dried things. And you can usually buy like a pretty reasonably sized package from Amazon of whatever it is for a great price. But what I've been into again is their dried hibiscus flowers. Oh, interesting. Yes. I've been making kombucha at home more often. (laughs) Why are you laughing at me, Stacey Billis? (laughs) It's too much. Because it's not too much. It's amazing. But there is this side of you. It's very funny. You're, You're full of dynamics. Like, it's like ranch and cheese powder, but then you're like homemade sourdough bread. There's like a hippie side of you. For sure. That I don't think comes out as much as our listeners. I like, I feel like I know that about yes. you, but I don't feel like it comes out on the show quite as much as it should. Well, here you like, go. Like you could like, if one of us was going to be a homesteader. It would be me. I'm like petitioning yes. so hard right now. For forest chickens, because we have a whole acre behind us that's like primarily forest and it's hilly. But like you can have chickens up there. Anyways, I could go off on this side thing. I do. Okay. I we will I want chickens too, but then I would not want to take care of my chickens. I would just want the pretty (laughs) eggs. eggs. (laughs) I know. And I'm not sure how the dogs would do with chickens, but that's another story for another time. Yes, it is me. So kombucha, but like don't be turned off. I'm actually gonna say the other thing. (laughs) Is that you can use hibiscus flowers to make just like hibiscus tea, which is really wonderful, decaffeinated. You can sweeten it a little bit. My kids love it. It's like a great alternative to lemonade. Hibiscus is like kind of high in vitamin C too. It's like, so it's a nice in that way. But there's also um, hibiscus margarita that I just love so much. So I will brew the tea and then make like a batch, a batch pitcher of hibiscus margaritas. It's like, sort of sour. I alluded to it being like lemonade. Hibiscus on its own is sort of sour and sour tart. I'm not sure. And a little bit sweet. It's got a little bit of floralness to it. It's just like really lovely. And the color is gorgeous. So it's just a wonderful. So pretty. And I, it reminds me of, so Jamaicans call hibiscus sorrel, right? Is sorrel and hibiscus the same or is it like a different version or a different variety of the hibiscus plant? Oh, that's interesting. But anyway, I think Yeah, I think of sorrel as also having like spice to it, like sometimes either like orange or lemon or lime flavored, cinnamon, ginger, whole cloves. Like I think of that like through the Caribbean and also Central and South America. So that's another thing that you can do with hibiscus. That's so good. You could look up like agua de... I make, I make, See, that's I'm what I was thinking of when you were like, oh, is it the same thing as sorrel? Because there's another term for it when you make like agua frescas with it, right? Yeah, it's agua de jaimeca. Yes. It's, but it's spelled like Jamaica because it's done like that's what it's called in Central and South America. But they're referring to Jamaica, which is where sorrel is. They call it sorrel in Jamaica. Yes. Okay, so but I think it's just the same as hibiscus. So just a quick like we could just Google it. Google. Why are we debating? Wait, okay, this, this is what I'm saying. Bread. But what comes up when you search like hibiscus sorrel is the sorrel liqueurs that are made with Moroccan hibiscus and like sir and like Brazilian clove is what I'm reading about here. So it very much has Jamaican roots. Yeah, hibiscus and sorrel. They're saying yes. There you go. Okay, there we go. Okay, two more quick things I'll just mention. One is Sweet Apolita. I always say their name wrong. Sweet Apolita. Sweet Apolita. Sweet Apolita. Sweet Apolita. That's cuter. I'm going to go with that. Sweet Apolita. Um, they are a sprinkles company. I ordered a like one pound package of their rainbow bit chips when I thought that I was going to be recreating. <laughs> 
cosmic brownies at home. But do you know what I like instead is just using them in chocolate chip cookies. They're just so fun, rainbow. And like they would be good on top of a brownie, baked in a brownie. They're brightly colored, almost like an M&M, like a candy coated little mini chocolate chip. And they're so fun and crunchy. Are they kind of flat? Or no, they, they have, they have like an M&M a shape? chip shape. They literally have like a like they say they're bits. Oh, oh yes. yeah. Okay, cool. So it's, oh, they're just covered. They're just covered with the candy coating and they're like crunchy and they're just so fun. Sometimes I'll do like a combination of mini chips and the rainbow bit chips in cookies so that you get like some crunchy, but then like a little more chocolate flavor. I don't know. They're just very fun. Um, I'm almost out already. And if I do go down the cosmic brownie rabbit hole, I'm going to need to order some more. Also, all of their sprinkles are really great. They ship from Canada, so the shipping time is, like, kind of not slow, but just it's a thing to know. It takes a little bit longer than, like, if you ordered from Amazon. Last thing I want to mention, I was totally influenced by our guest, Zoe Potter, who you might remember did a How We Feed as a fat parent. She's always sharing the teas that she drinks because she's not a coffee drinker. She's a tea drinker. And I ordered this tea along with another, like, a biscuit tea that she was really excited it's Taylor's of Harrogate Yorkshire tea. It's their bedtime brew. So it's decaffeinated black tea, but it has vanilla and nutmeg in it. And like with a little splash of half and half, I swear to God, it tastes like, and a little bit of sugar. I swear to God, it tastes like drinking a snickerdoodle in like the best... possible way. It's caffeine free. uh, I think it's just decaffeinated. I don't want to say that it's caffeine free and be wrong about that. Let's look real quick. Because I Oliver, I feel like Oliver needs that in his life. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, they just say decaf brew. Um, I definitely drink it before bed. And even being like caffeine sensitive, it hasn't been bad for me. And Emmett also like love, love, loves it. I need to order more. But I'm I'm trying to make myself drink through the malty biscuit, which Zoe also influenced me to buy. And I just really do not love really it like. as much. <laughs> but I have this little <laughs> I have this little tea caddy on our counter and it only has six spots in it. So like I feel like I have to use up the biscuit one so that I can have a spot back for the bedtime tea because that's been built. Anyways, it's so it's such weird Megan logic that doesn't even make sense. I should just order more. But I definitely love this bedtime brew. Oh, I can't wait to try it. I feel like Oliver will love that. I'm not a big tea drinker. I just have one chai that I'm obsessed with. As soon as it runs out, I order the next one. And I just always have it on hand. And that's the only tea that I drink. Mm. We do. <laughs> Period. It's a loose chai. Yeah. We, which you've talked about before on the show, right? Yes. Not only have I mentioned it. Actually, do you remember when we used to do very early on our favorite yes, thing? What corner in our show notes. Did we... Yeah, we're digging. What we're digging. yeah, what we're digging. It was one of our original what we're diggings. Uh, Bollywood Theater is an Indian street food restaurant in Portland, Oregon. And it's their masala chai loose leaf tea that they sell through a site called Reluctant Trading Company. So you can go to ReluctantTrading.com and look up the Bollywood Theater masala chai. I always have it. And you know how before I was like, I always have Greek cherries, but then like I'll forget for a little while. And then I'm like, oh, I buy them again. And then for a few months, I'll have them consistently and then I'll fall off. This chai tea, I literally always have. Like always. I don't let it drop. As soon as I see that I'm low, I order the next one. Okay. I feel like this might inspire an episode about tea. Maybe in the fall. Oh, that's a great idea. Because we drink a lot of tea, especially in the cold months. And I feel like parents have a lot of questions about whether or not tea is safe to share with young kids. And I once did a whole bunch of research on it because it's not just caffeine that you'd be looking for, but generally the ones that are safe, and there are plenty of them, are safe and can have really good health benefits. And even just like probably not in the amounts that we, you know, that we serve it. But still, I think it's interesting. I also love the ritual of it. And it feels like such a nice host thing, especially in the winter, to be like, oh, we have the kettle on. Do you want a cup of tea? And Emmett, for like, he loves the bedtime ritual of it, like having a cup of tea. I get it. Before bed. He's also just like, he'll just drink like lemon 
and lemon juice and honey as teas. Like, oh, my lemon honey tea. And I'm like, bro, you're just drinking honey and lemon, but okay. It's cute. Uh, I think we have to take it out before I break into inappropriate accent because all this talk, I feel this strong urge to speak in a horrible fake British don't accent. Don't do it. Which <laughs> is not okay. So I'm going to just throw it to our community. Yes. I want to... Not I, we. We want to hear from you guys. What are the empties that are in your cabinet? Like, what are you using up? Did you try something from our last empties episode? And then did you agree with us or did you not agree with us? You can share all of these things and ask us questions on all of the products that we mentioned today by joining us in our community, the free part of our community. Don't worry. Didn't I just feed you.com backslash community? You can get all the details and join us there. You can also find out how to become a supporting member if that's something you're interested in. Yeah, be like Liz. Tell us what episodes you want to listen to in our community. Also, follow us on Instagram where we accept episode ideas as DMs. And we are at Didn't I Just Feed You? A huge thank you to our producer, Samantha Getzik. I'm Megan. And I'm Stacy. Stay sane and well-fed until next time. Be sure to subscribe to Didn't I Just Feed You wherever you're listening. And don't forget to rate and review. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.